This episode of the AT Tips Cast is sponsored by TextHelp Systems, provider of award-winning literacy solutions, including Read and Write Gold and Fluency Tutor. For more information, go to www.texthelp.com. That's www.texthelp.com. Weekend. Let me go back to sleep. Chris, wake up now! Jeez, what is it? What's so important you need me to wake up in the middle of the night? Look around. We're not in our room. We're not even in our bed. Look! Wow, wow. you're right. Where the heck are we? Based on the toilet, the sink, and the imprints of floor tile on your cheek from where you've been laying, I'm guessing we're in some sort of bathroom. Yeah, you're right. Jeez, this is a big bathroom. I wish our bathroom was this big. Chris, will you get serious? We're in trouble. Try moving your leg. Oh my god, my ankle is chained up. Yeah, mine too. And look, there's a video camera mounted in the ceiling over in the corner. I see it. The red light is on. That usually means it's recording. Chris, I'm scared. Okay, okay, don't panic. There has to be a logical explanation for all this. Do you remember how we got here? No! The last thing I remember was leaving that Halloween party last night. Yeah, me too. I remember some guy in a pig mask following us out to the car, and then nothing. Then we woke up here. Say, you don't think that guy in the pig mask had anything to do with this, do you? How should I know? Hey, look over there. Is that a TV over there? Yeah, I think so. Cool. At least we get to watch some TV without interruptions from the kids. Now, where's that remote? Are you kidding? We need to get out of here! Hey now, I'm working on it. Maybe there's a horror movie marathon on, or something that'll give us ideas on how to get out of here. Now help me look for the remote. If we're going to watch anything, we'd watch the Patriots game. It's Sunday after all. The Patriots game? What are you trying to do? Torture me? You know I'm a Bills fan. Oh good, you found it. No I didn't. It just turned on all by itself. Hello, Chris and Melissa. Do you want to play a game? No. No I don't. Well, wait a second, honey. What type of game? Maybe it's like Scrabble or Parcheesi. Ooh, I bet it's a video game. Are you crazy? Do you know who that is? Yeah, it's some guy in a white mask with little red squirrelies painted on his cheeks. Hey, you know, he could be friends with our daughter. I mean, those look like something she would have painted. No, Chris, that's Sabersaw. Who the heck is Sabersaw? You don't know who Sabersaw is? Jish, he's the deranged, psychotic, delusional kidnapper who puts his victims in horribly gruesome traps. He forces them to choose between two terrible choices. You mean, like if you were a teacher given the choice between having YouTube or Twitter unblocked in your school, how does one choose? I mean, there are alternatives to YouTube, like SchoolTube and TeacherTube, but YouTube is still king of internet video. On the other hand, if Twitter were unblocked, you could gather all sorts of resources from other educators who have experienced using them, let alone the connections you could make. No, Chris. Sabersaw makes his victims make much tougher decisions than that. What? That's a pretty tough decision. If you could only choose one, there'd be a lot to consider. No! Like, like, like the decision he forces you to make are, well, they're 
just more disturbing than that. Wow, talk about your high-stakes testing. Honey, how do you know so much about this saber-saw guy? Eh, Facebook. Now that you know who I am, I will ask you again. Do you want to play a game? What kind of game is it? Is it like a role-playing game or a first-person shooter or some sort of strategy game? I mean, can you be a little more specific? Who are you kidding, Chris? If it's a video game, you'll play it, no matter what type of game it is. Yeah, you're right. Okay, we'll play. I think it's a rhetorical question anyway. I mean, we're chained here to the floor, aren't we? It is not a video game. Aw, man. In the sink above you, you will find a handheld tape recorder. Pick it up. Yeah, here it is. Whoa, you were serious. This is an actual handheld tape recorder. When you said tape recorder, I thought you meant digital voice recorder, but you meant real old school tape cassette recorder. Chris, don't make our kidnapper angry. Huh? Huh? Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, tape recorders will do if you have them, but a digital recorder gives you so much more flexibility. I mean, picture if you were a student who needed some auditory support. Say you want to record lectures, or maybe you want to record your own voice because you're having trouble typing or writing, so it'd be better to record your voice to answer essay questions. Or maybe you want to get your thoughts out verbally and then re-listen to them later. You could use a tape recorder. It works, but you have to fast forward and rewind to find certain spots. Or you'd have to be a whiz at time codes, which are tricky. But with many types of digital voice recorders, you can create bookmarks or quickly save a file or start a new file. And there are many types of digital recorders that have additional functions, like playing MP3 files and DAISY files. Chris, I don't think our kidnapper cares about devices that play music or smell flowers. Honey, don't be silly. They don't smell flowers. It's not that sort of DAISY. DAISY is an acronym for Digital Accessible Information System, and it's a file format that provides an accessible representation of a book for someone with a visual or print-related disability. You know, I have more information about DAISY files up over at the blog, attipscast.wordpress.com. All I had available was the analog tape recorder. You really think I should go digital? Absolutely. Now, while you're at it, there are a couple of different recording pens out on the market. You should take a look at those as well. Recording pens? What are recording pens? Just that. Pens that record audio. You write, and it records audio as you write. Some come with specialized notebooks, so when you tap a place on the notebook, it plays back the audio that was happening during the time you were writing on that part of the paper. So when I'm actually drawing out my traps and making notes, I can record my thoughts? Yeah, I can't see why not. That should work. And then when you're done, you just delete the audio. No messy evidence to deal with like an audio tape. Now, speaking of notes, how are you organizing your notes? Chris, you're not actually helping Sabersaw, are you? Bud, we're just chatting. This is all hypothetical. Hypothetical? We've been kidnapped. This is real. Whoa, calm down there, Bud. Take it easy. I will not take it easy. We need to get out of here. Melissa, I think your engine is running a little bit high right now. Do you need something to calm yourself down? What? What is that supposed to mean? Different sensory information can affect how one is feeling. I've seen teachers provide tools that help students calm themselves when they're starting to get upset. Strategies can be applied to all the different ways we process information. We process information using our five senses, sight, taste, sound, smell, and touch. But we also process sensory information through our vestibular system, like when we move. If a student is getting agitated or upset, or just generally feeling stressed, we might give them lotion, or a squishy ball to play with, or shut the blinds, or give them something nice to smell, or maybe offer a drink of water. Heck, one really great strategy is to have a visual menu of these options so students themselves can choose their own tools, or sometimes having a basket full of sensory tools is an option. 
I can tell you're getting agitated, so I was thinking you might like something to help calm yourself. Really, Chris? We've been kidnapped. How do you expect me to calm down? Well, I could rub your back. Hmm. Well, a back rub would be nice. See, isn't that tactile input helping to calm you down? Ah, very touching. But you were going to mention something about how to organize my notes? Oh yeah, you're right. So as I was saying, it must be really hard to keep all the notes and designs for your various death traps organized. Plus, I don't know if you have any accomplices, but if you want to share that work, it's got to be tough. How do you manage it all? I have a trapper keeper. A what? A trapper keeper. Yes, I know. You have a thing where you keep your information on all your traps. But what is that thing? A trapper keeper. Yeah, I know. You keep your traps together. But how? How do you keep your traps together? In a trapper keeper. I hear you. Yes, I get it. You keep all your traps in one thing. But what is that thing? A trapper keeper. He means he keeps all of his information in a three-ring binder with multiple folders. That is called a trapper keeper. And don't stop rubbing my back. Oh, I get it. You keep paper files in different folders. Jeez, that's got to be heavy. No kidding. I lug that thing around everywhere. I think I'm the one who needs a back rub. Well, have you considered using LiveBinders.com? LiveBinders.com? No. What is that? Well, LiveBinders.com is a website where you can save information in tabs that run along the top of your screen, similar to a notebook. Hmm, that's the spot. Yeah, it's like a digital trapper keeper. Man, you've got a knot right here that I just can't seem to get. Oh yeah, so once you register with LiveBinders.com, and don't worry, the registration is free, you can start creating your digital binder. So let's say you're creating a death trap and you're gathering all this information. You've got websites, you've got documents, you've got pictures, you've got video. You get the idea. You've got different media. Well, in your paper-based Trapper Keeper, you can't watch a video. The best you could do is have a thumb drive or disk with some information burned onto it and keep that in your Trapper Keeper. With this, you have all your information in one place, your digital binder, your live binder. Here's how you do it. You go to livebinders.com and register. Then, you put the live binder it link in your toolbar. There's nothing to install. It's just like saving a favorite or bookmarking a site. Don't worry, they have steps right there on the website for how to do this. Then, you start navigating around the web, just like you normally would when you come across a website that fits into the subject of your binder. So, in your case, let's say torture devices. Rather than bookmarking that site, hit the new Live Binder It button in your toolbar. A pop-up window will appear. You have to allow pop-ups. And Live Binders will ask you if you want to add this as a tab to your existing binder or to a new binder. You add the tab and presto, you have a page in the binder. You can do that over and over and over again, keep creating more and more tabs, and your live binder will keep growing. Once you save your live binder, there's a link in the upper right corner of the new live binder. You can use the URL for the page to return to it as often as you'd like and visit your collection of websites. But that's not all. You can upload PDFs, JPEGs, GIFs, PowerPoints, Docs, text files, and MOV files as well, and each of those can become tabs. Likewise, you can insert media from the web from websites like Flickr, YouTube, and Delicious. You can find all those options by clicking on the Edit Menu button in the top right corner of the screen. If I use LiveBinders.com, then I won't have to carry my big Trapper Keeper around with me? Exactly! And you can share your work with your accomplices. On the bottom right corner of the screen, there are options to share your LiveBinder via email and various social networking sites like Twitter and Facebook. On the bottom left side of a LiveBinder, you'll find a comment link where visitors can leave comments on your live binder. 
If I was working with someone else, or even with a number of other people, we could all use the Live Binder to collaborate on a topic? Exactly. And you know what else it has? Let's say you're presenting at a serial killer's convention, and you want to present that information you collected in Live Binders. It even has a present mode that hides the toolbar, kind of like hitting F11 on a Windows computer. Well, this has been most helpful. I will certainly be able to use that tool. Now, on to your game. Oh, goody, we get to play. I wouldn't get too excited, Chris. I doubt this is going to be fun. As educators, you have dedicated your life to sharing knowledge and learning strategies with others. But does your compassion have limits? Would you share your resources with a pupil if you knew there was a possibility that this same pupil would use those resources to test others? You have 60 seconds to educate me by providing me with three strategies which I can employ on future players of my games. Use the tape recorder in your hand to make your recording. If you do not provide me with the strategies in 60 seconds, the door to this room will be sealed forever, and this bathroom will become your tomb. Does your willingness to share have limits? Are you responsible for your pupil's actions once you've shared the strategies? Can you live with yourself knowing that the strategies you share will be used for others in my game? It is time to decide. Live or die. The choice is yours. Yep. No problem here. We'll share. Doesn't bother us one bit. You'll use these strategies with other players. Fine by us. Can you unlock the door now and let us out of these chains? Are you sure you don't want to think about it for even a second? Nope. Heck, we shared three strategies before we even knew that was the game. What? No, you didn't. Sure we did. The first strategy was to use the digital voice recorder. The second strategy was to provide your players with a menu of sensory items to calm themselves. When they're calm, they'll be less stressed and make better, more thoughtful decisions. And third, we told you all about LiveBinders.com. One, two, three. And you must have been recording all this, right? We saw the camera in the corner. I suppose you're right. Thank you for all your help. I hope you can live with yourselves. Live with ourselves? I'll do you one better. Send me the audio from that video you're recording, and I'll post it up as an AT Tipscast episode. You can send it in an email over to attipscast at gmail.com. That is, unless you're recording on VHS tape. Please don't tell me you're recording on VHS tape. Uh, uh, uh. Chris, he's about to let us go. Please don't antagonize the man. Good point, honey. Hey, don't sweat it. There are ways to convert VHS to digital and then get the audio. Just do a Google search for it and you'll find it. Can we go now? You are free to go. You'll find the key to the locks on your chains taped to the underside of the sink. Yep, here it is. Thanks, Mr. Saw. Hey, that feels much better with those chains off. Let's get out of here and get home. Hey, honey, I just noticed the tape on this tape recorder isn't rewound all the way. Who cares? Let's go. This isn't a movie rental shop. It's not like saber saws are required to be kind and rewind. That's just it. I wonder what else is on this tape. I'm going to rewind it and find out. Okay, let's hear it. Press play. Okay, here it goes. Happy Halloween from the AT Tips test.